0: Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. A number of years ago, uh, one of my clients that um, I had just started working with had a plan um, to build an amazing an amazing business. And she had a plan of exactly what she was supposed to do. She came to us and we basically drew out a plan so that she could go over seven figures in her first year. And she had to do seminars. She was going to do coaching. She was going to do a lot of different things. So, uh Me and Steph and Brandon were in uh, Belize on a private island and we were hosting a a date with your dark side. We were down there for a week, 10 days. And one morning uh, before the, before our event began, I had, I got a very panicky email from this client um, basically saying that she wanted to quit. She thought she was going to go bankrupt. She made a huge mistake. So this was, like, really, really urgent. Come to find out that, unbeknownst to us, she signed a contract with a major hotel to put 400 people in a seminar. And she had never put one person in a seminar in her entire life. And the part of the the issue was that when we work with a client, Our job is to help them, to, to, you know, to support them. Like, tell us what you're doing. Show us the contracts. We'll give you advice if this is good or not. I mean, always contract has to go before your legal team. But from a tactical perspective, you know, we we want to see everything to make sure that you're going to come out winning. She never showed us the contract. Didn't even know she was signing this contract. And not only, not only... Had she signed it and committed to it, which would have been several hundred thousand dollars, she literally would have gone bankrupt. Um, she, it had been several weeks since she had done it. And the time frame that she basically had was, I don't know, it was about 45 days before the event. So she basically had 30 days to fill 400 people in an event. And... She said, nobody's signing up. And I said, what do you mean nobody's signing up? She said, I'm freaking out because I've done all this stuff and nobody's signing up. I said, well, what have you done? She's like, I've done this marketing and the website. and, And I said, how many people have you actually gotten on the phone with and asked them to buy a ticket to the seminar? Zero. Zero. And I said, why? Why wh- you know, why haven't you got on the phone? And she said to me, these were her exact words, I didn't think it was part of the plan. And I said, It's the only fucking plan. There is no other plan. Now, I felt really bad for her in the situation that she was in. She created this problem because she didn't communicate. There was no reason for her to be in this situation. It was, I didn't want to communicate. I didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want to tell you what I didn't know. And I said, okay, so here's, here's what you're looking at. This is going to be a very big test in whether you move forward as a businesswoman or you lose everything. And it really was either or. There was no middle ground here at all. The commitment that she made was huge. Um, Even in the best scenarios, I would never recommend a person make this as their first commitment. I mean, there's so much you don't know. It's It's unbelievable how much you don't know. And especially when you're dealing with hotels. Hotels are unbelievable at squeaking every penny they can, out of people that do conventions there or seminars there, um, when I first started, I had a very interesting scenario where my partner came to me and said, uh, "I thought that the, the the venue was completely closed out," and he said to me, "We need another seven thousand dollars." <laughs> and I and 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 this was for a twelve-person mastermind for three days. He said, "We need another we need another seven thousand dollars," and I said, "For what?" He said, "For coffee." I said, "You're you're telling me we drank seven thousand dollars worth of coffee in three days?" He said, "No, but they charge you for every time they come refill it in the room." And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I ended up having to pay a seven thousand dollar bill. I mean, it was ridiculous, but it was something. It was something that I learned. Like, they'll charge you for pens. I mean. It, they'll charge you for paper, you know, they'll charge you for anything that they can get away with charging you for. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're walking in, basically handing them the key to your checking account and saying, suck me dry, like, because they will do it. They will absolutely do it. So I said, here's the deal. You got to get on the phone. You've got to put 400 people in this event. So I said, it's really going to be a test to your character. Like, how bad do you really want this? She said, do you think I can do it? I said, yes, I totally think you can do it. I said, but it's going to be up to your level of commitment and how you're going to manage your fear. She said, how do I manage the fear? I said, you work the plan, and you don't do anything else. You work the plan. The plan's there for a reason. You work the plan, and that's the best way to manage your fear because you're doing something proactive. And not only is it worth the plan, but she had to get better at it as she went over a 30-day period of time. So anyway, all she did, all she did for 30 days, day and night, night and day, was make phone calls. And she didn't completely fill it, but she got close enough to make a big enough difference that whatever she upsold would would pretty much cover everything, and she should have a little bit of profit. But then it gets worse. Me and Steph and our team show up because we were helping her learn how to do this event. And we find out the event planner that she hired had only done two weddings in his career. He had never done a seminar, let alone for 400 people. I fired him on the spot and I put Steph in charge of running the entire event because a 400 person event is a, is a serious deal. If you don't know what you're doing with a group that large, it could go haywire really, really fast. And remember, it's not just, you know, yes, you want to make, provide great service to the people that are there, but you, from a business perspective, everything has to run like a Swiss watch in order for you to set up the sales. Because you're going to ask people to spend a ton of money on whatever it is that you're offering. So it cannot look like you don't know what you're doing. I mean, as far as the skill set for what she had that she was upselling them, she was a master at that. There was no question. But as far as running the event, that can make you look like a complete fool if you're not prepared. It won't matter how good you are at what you do. If it, if the people in that event perceive that, um, you don't know what you're doing. It doesn't matter that you do know because they won't buy. They won't trust you. They won't have any confidence in what it is that you're, that you're telling them that you can actually do for them. So between our team and we worked with her for three years, we were at every event that she did for three years to teach her how to do it because she had to learn the nuts and bolts from the ground up to be able to do this. Um, so she she did very well she did not have to go bankrupt she did not hit her goals right but she came close enough that she that she was able to continue on with the business but it was such an amazing learning lesson for her and actually it, you know, it, you know it was trial by fire type situation i don't think you know and you can look back and you could say this was a huge mistake but knowing her and her personality It was the exact thing that she needed to be able to prove to herself that she could actually do do this. And I would say that that's different for everybody. So don't ever chalk yourself up to somebody else's mistake or accomplishment, right? That comparison's not a good thing. But the inspiration from the story is very good because it was all about working the plan. We didn't have to know anything about her attendees. We didn't have to know anything about what she was selling. We know how to run events forward, backward, we can run them in the dark. So we worked our plan. We knew exactly what we were doing and what needed to be done. And we told her all you need to focus on is what you know how to do on the stage. Now you gotta also understand she'd never spoken to 400 people before. Like probably the largest group she had spoken to was like conference rooms for major companies. So she wasn't completely green, but she was still pretty green in that area. She was well-spoken. She was articulate. She knew how to get her message across. That was the main thing, right? The the charismatic entertainment factor uh, that you bring to the stage, you pretty much develop as your, as your career goes on. But she was brilliant on there, as brilliant as she needed to be in order to be able to make it work. On the other hand, many years ago, I had a client almost in an identical situation where we did not know that she was having a problem because she never came to us and said anything. And I got a phone call from her husband who I knew, but I wasn't coaching. And he said, uh, I'm not going to say what her name was, but she's, he told me, he said, we have a big problem here. And I said, what's the problem? He said, she's been in bed for a week. She won't get out of bed. I said, a week. Why are you waiting a week to tell us? Her event is in just a few weeks. Everything that we had known up to that point was that it was, everything was going okay. Turns out nothing was going okay. Nothing was going okay. And she ended up in bed for a week. Her solution to this was that she was just going to file bankruptcy. She was just going to file bankruptcy. Fear Overtook her mind. Now we managed to get her out of bed and we managed to get her to do the exact same thing we did with this other client, which was work the plan. Work the plan. She was sitting on an event that netted her just short of a million dollars for her year. And she was this close to going bankrupt because fear grasped her mind. In both of these cases, the thing that kept these people from losing everything, because I want you to really consider they were completely emotionally and psychologically convinced that they needed to go bankrupt. But working the plan allowed them both to not just make it but succeed. And the one client was just short of a million, and the other one went over it quite a bit. And it was just a decision that was in their head. Am I going to let fear take over my mind? Or am I going to work the plan? And, you know, the other interesting thing was as soon as they got afraid, they, choose not to, they chose not to communicate with us. They did not tell us that they were in fear. They didn't tell us that what their insecurities were. They hid. They hid. It, for both of these clients, it took them a long time to develop the skill set of asking for help these were huge lessons for them so not only do you have to ask for help you have to realize because i one of the questions that i get more than anything is how do i get the fear to go away you work the plan you develop a plan and you work the plan and you work it religiously because the only other alternative is complete disaster it's complete disaster you know, when you're, when you're doing something, everything in your life has trained you up to a specific point to do something absolutely marvelous in your life. But if you don't work the plan, it's like none of it ever was worth anything. Because you could have a person, you know, and, and Hill talked about this in Think and Grow Rich. He said three feet from gold, right? How he tells the story about the guy who was three feet from gold and he quit? And somebody with a plan came in and knew exactly where to look for the gold, and it was literally three feet away. But fear and exhaustion took over the other person's mind, and they quit. If you really want to understand, you know, I believe that it's 100% true that every single person is so close to some transformation and success that they want And the only reason they don't get it is because they get in fear. And they don't work the plan. And fear really screws with your mind. It tells you what you can't do. It tells you that you're not enough. It tells you that you're a fraud. It tells you you're never going to make it. Am I ever going to get there? Is this really for me? It really screws with your mind. But really, the best solution is to work the plan. Work your plan, day and night, and ask for help. Ask for help, you know? And don't go down the road of, well, what if it doesn't work? You don't know if it's going to work or not until you start working it. And then once you start doing that, if something's not working, you know what to fix. But you don't know any of that if you don't work the plan. And I have watched thousands of people over the years all go through something very similar in their life where the fear had them go from, you know, like when somebody purchases coaching or they go to a seminar or something, you all know this, like you feel exhilarated, you're excited, there's possibility there, there's hope, you know, I'm going to, I'm finally going to do it. And then fear comes in and it swings you all the way to the other side of the pendulum and you're, re- you're ready to quit and sell your spouse and the kids and give up and, you know, pack your pack your bags and just leave. And all of that's happening in your head. It's not happening anywhere else. It's only happening in your head. Okay? So I wanted to share that with you today. I see a lot of people in fear lately. And really, like, you could do all kinds of gyrations, all the different exercises that we do work, but nothing works better than working the plan. Because the one thing that your subconscious mind cannot combat is when you get a different result it can't argue with a different result. It can argue with everything else. But when you start having the experience, you're now integrating your thinking, your emotions, your behavior, and the result. And that's the one thing that significantly changes past belief systems into one that's very strong.